0: In over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs>
2: Get your pirate on. That's right, everybody. It is time for another Black Sales After Show. Tonight we're talking season three, episode two, X x and before we dive into all the exciting pirate drama that we have double x double x real. <laughs> watch out guys uh, before we dive into everything make sure you guys are subscribed to us on youtube youtube.com slash tv and you can also catch all of our after shows on itunes and soundcloud as well and be sure when you're in there in itunes to leave us a five star review and if you guys leave us a review and write a nice little message to us we will read it here on air for you and do our best dramatic interpretation of it. So go do that. (laughs) Um, I only if am, it's nice, though. Only if it's nice. Yeah, we only read the
1: good ones. Yeah. So we're not Jimmy. Don't Kimmel be here. jerks. Huh? <laughs> we don't read mean tweets. Yeah, no, we're not doing that.
2: <laughs> I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. I'm sure it's right there. And I'm joined by my lovely panel of ladies to my what? left, guys. How's it going? Tell everyone hello. who you are and where hello, they can find hello. you.
1: So excited for tonight's episode. And I told you it was good. It was amazing. Incredible. Was okay. So quickly, you can find me all over social media at Nadine DP with the number
3: three. Uh, and you, I'm Keaton Markey, back and happy to be here. Um, you guys can find me all over social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything uh, at Keaton Markey. I keep it simple. It's probably below here as well, mm-hmm. I think, maybe. There we go. Yes. I don't know if to that Thank up. you. Thank you in the booth. <laughs> Thank you. Yes.
2: All right. So let's open it up with Flint and Co. Mm-hmm. So. We get a real creepy flashback, or, like, not not a flashback, sorry, like a dream sequence yeah. vision nightmare for Flint opening yeah. up
3: this episode. It was so... It started... They bookended this episode. Chilling, yes. Do you notice that? Yes. Like, yes. with the dream sequence at the beginning and dream sequence mm-hmm. at the end. I love when they do that. I love it. And, I mean, the
2: production of that, like, the sound design and cinematography of that opening and closing scene was just incredible. You're just... It's so quiet, but so amazing you can't stop watching and then Miranda's there saying something that we can't exactly figure out what she's saying.
3: Yeah, you guys in the chat if you uh we were tra- Laura and I were trying to read her lips and we really couldn't figure out what she was saying. So if you guys have any idea of what you think she was saying, let us know what you think. Uh Yeah, I think I, at some point she was saying like come with help me, come
2: with me, mm-hmm. something like that and then there's death in in these two. I, I yeah,
3: love. I love the portrayal of death. I think it's so like, it's just beautiful, it's haunting, it's scary but it, it kind of it I, I want, like it's so it's intriguing mm-hmm. and you know I wonder if death is like calling to Flint That's what it seems like this yeah. supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. But did you guys also realize that death looked like the same death that was in the mock play uh, in uh, oh. of Eleanor's trial? It looked very like similar. I mean, yeah like two
1: and two together there.
3: I didn't notice it until the second time I watched the episode. Oh, Wow um, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. I get this. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if I, I don't know, and I, but I think, I, I don't think they'll kill Flintoff, But I'll say again, I think Eleanor might be done at the end of the season. Get it out, yeah. I, I think I, she's
1: gonna get. You think she's gonna go? <sighs> she's gonna, hopefully, oh, she hasn't killed the dream. It was just a big dream. metaphor. The death of.
2: Um, James McGraw.
1: Yeah, something. But I think this whole dream sequence, it just shows where his mental state is at. Like, we were talking about that a little last episode, that he's not even capable of, like, true love right now or anything because he's having these dreams. This is why. You see his face is just completely pale, too. Mm -hmm. He's walking around this dream sequence just in a fog, in a daze because Mm -hmm. of her. And so dead set
2: on doing what he's going to do and making everyone come along with it, which we saw in, in the big, let's go into the eye of this storm, like... Death be,
3: you know. Yeah. Like, throw caution to the wind, seriously. Yeah, it's about life. Can I ask you guys about the storm? So, like, yeah. obviously, because we're on his his crew right now, there was a there were a lot of men lost uh, during the storm, and obviously Flint did what he thought was his only option, basically mm-hmm. to uh, get through, you know, get away from uh, Hornigold mm-hmm. and his crew. Um, do you think it was worth it? Because now we also know where they are at. Should they have taken the pardons, like uh, John Silver um, said? See, I don't know. Think, I don't.
2: Yeah. I I don't think that that was the only option. Obviously, like because what what Silver and Billy talk about, where they're like, uh, "We're pirates. We could just take those pardons and then like keep fighting." Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. So no, I think it was all because Flint is like so stubborn, mm-hmm. and that I think is completely going to bite him in the butt about this you know but i don't know i think we're in for some like cool stuff going on not maybe not cool in a good way but intense stuff going on with them being stranded
1: Oh yeah, Maybe, you know with the drama. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think the great part that I loved about this episode as well is you really see like the water scenes. The water scenes are so oh. heightened too with them being pirates and being cruising all over the world all the time. You never really see what Mother Nature really has done to them or affected them. You more see what human-to-human human context. So now you're really seeing Mother Nature together. Yeah, human Pirate versus Mother Nature. We no, haven't really
2: had Pirate versus Mother Nature before, seen that.
1: I don't think.
3: And again, shout out to the to the visual effects crew because that storm I remember when they were when they were working on it in post and my roommate would come home every mm-hmm. day and be like, Oh, my gosh, the storm. Oh, my gosh, the storm, and how cool the storm looked, and everybody in the office, and, like, the layers of the storm and how they, you know, they built it up through visual effects before it got to its final thing, and I think oh, the final final product is amazing. And you, it's hard that. to believe that's all thats all fake. Right, yeah. it's
2: incredible. So well done. And I love how, you know, Flint, in in this whole sequence with the storm, is such, like, a, a dick for doing that to his guys, pretty much. But oh, yeah then also such a badass at the same time too like staying up top like holding on to the to the wheel like not even yeah. Like flinching yeah. through the storm, like at like a good captain
3: would do. Well, no, but this this is what I'm kind of. Uh, uh, you said like a good captain would do, and yes, I think Flint to a certain extent well, is a good captain. But he kind of give no, gives no shits right now about right, his right. life, good, and yeah, because he does that, he puts his crew at so much risk. And does that? I don't think that makes you no, a good no, captain. Poor no, like choice it at all. of words on my part. like a. <laughs> you like like a tragic pirate. The
1: tragic pirate. <laughs> that is a better way saying Lost soul. Yeah. doesn't care about death.
3: Yeah, well, and you mentioned, like, he's so stubborn. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of his fatal flaw, I think. Like, he is so, so stubborn. And, I mean, Eleanor said it earlier. Like, he's he can be reasoned with, but it right. takes a while. And it takes, I almost think it takes a woman to yeah. reason Someone with him. Someone that what.
1: knows him and knows how to get to mm-hmm. his heart. I've never seen science, a man
3: so. really reason with him.
1: It's a great if you look, think yeah, about think it. back. correlation, yeah. I don't
2: know. I think he listened, last season we saw him listening a little bit to Silver because Silver was like, I've got the crew, like, let me, you know, and he mm-hmm. saw, and not necessarily through reason, I think he saw through action and through the men listening to Silver mm-hmm. is what he saw and why he kind of started to believe what Silver was saying. But, but, yeah. but I agree, when it just comes to reasoning, yeah, Eleanor, Miranda...
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because I think ma- male to male or pirate to pirate, he just figures anyone that disagrees with him, he's just going to cut and kill, you know, and use sword fighting to deal with it. And with women, he's not going to really do that so But much he can't kill Silver
3: because, or, I mean, he tried to kill Billy. That didn't really yeah, work right? out for him. So. Um, but, yeah, he can't kill Silver So because Silver is his, is his needs, connection to the men. He needs Silver, yeah. yeah. Which is so, so crazy. It's going to be so interesting,
2: I think, to see now what happens because... You know, at at the end, we see that they are in the middle of nowhere, potentially, like, in the Bermuda Triangle, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But they have barely any water, barely any food. They've lost a ton of guys, and we already know that... Billy Bones and Silver think that this was a mistake to Mm -hmm. move forward with going into the storm. So it'll be interesting to see where allegiances fall and
1: how the kind of power plays out. Yeah, they said they only have a week left worth of food and Mm -hmm. supplies, and it's going to take at least three weeks to get to the shore. So it's like, so what's going to happen? Is someone going to come rescue them? Or I don't know. I think another big storm may come. We'll see. Yeah. I don't doing know. Early
3: predictions, guys. I, I think, <laughs> you know. I, I feel like I feel like they went all in on this storm, guys. I don't yeah. know if we're gonna, gonna get another yeah, one. You effects. don't understand how long and expensive those visual effects no, are. I, I think I think they that they, they, they kind of really run down the budget on that. I think <laughs> we're, we might get two big battle scenes the rest of the season, but I don't think That's the storm's it, gonna done. be difficult yeah.
1: <laughs> budget wise. No more water. No um, more um, water. No more water <laughs> <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> at all. Pirates are just gonna be on the land. Speaking
2: of too much water, transition to the sad point. Oh, Silver oh, goodness. and Muldoon. Mm-hmm. That that's I know Keaton. Oh, I, I'm yeah, so I literally sad. the second time we watched Boy. it, I fast forwarded
3: through it because it I, I so, just it just it makes was me so, so sad. So
2: sad and so well done, just from an acting standpoint. Because again, we see you know we talked about this last time how Silver's transition to you know he used to be all out for himself and he still is, but he actually does care about his crew now, mm-hmm. you know. And we see that with him really just desperately trying to help Muldoon who's stuck under there and drowning and. He was so defeated
1: at the end of it. It was just so sad. And you just see he's just standing there staring. Well, mm-hmm. because... Standing there staring at him with the helpless. I think it's the biggest <laughs> word is he's just helpless. He literally couldn't do anything. Well, so and I think
3: good. it was a huge reality check for him, too, of, like, he's not a whole... he's not doesn't feel whole and he can't do all the same things he used to do and i think this was kind of a very rude awakening for him because he wasn't able to save a friend of his because Mm -hmm. he didn't have the strength because Mm -hmm. he only had one leg so i think it kind of it's going to wake him up a little bit it's going to harden him a lot Mm -hmm. um and he's going he's going to carry this with him and i think this is going to be a huge kind of thing he's he's that's gonna you know i I think he's just gonna carry this and it's going to make us him really down and I don't right. know. It's well, so and, sad. I and love like silver. you
2: were saying last week how he's transitioning out of that kind of comic relief role into this very serious kind of, you know, tortured and like guy with with some, you know, some some wounds now. Mm-hmm. Like emotional wounds for mm-hmm. sure and obviously physical ones too, but more the emotional ones. And oh, I completely agree that we're seeing that transition and I don't know if we'll see the like quirky silly side of him much more or that won't be for a while. It at makes least. me want to go
3: back and read uh, Treasure Island and I've see what that. like what he's going towards, like mm-hmm. the type of character he's going towards. I haven't read Treasure Island in forever. I used to watch Tre- Muppet Treasure Island all the time. It was like my favorite <laughs> same movie same, growing a up. Different. Um, <laughs> but cool. yes, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm sure they take a lot of liberties. But yeah. I, I'm very curious to see, you know, because he is a character in that. and This is supposed to be a prequel. Where they're bringing him, in. because mm-hmm. um, I every time like a real like a new real character comes in I go and like look up the the history right, like right, today right. I was looking up the Woods Roger's history so I mm-hmm. can't wait till we start talking about him yeah. because yeah. you have it all I will I a like, like in your head. you know because I feel like especially with some deaths and stuff they're not going to mess around too much with that so right.
2: mm-hmm. Oh interestingly about history real quick like yeah. throw this in there that apparently Horninggold was who obviously we know was the one offering them all the pardons and that they turned down Horninggold apparently <clears throat> was a pirate who always had the idea of taking pardons and then, like, t- hey, sure, we'll take those pardons, and then continuing to, like, <laughs> whoop whoever just gave them the pardons. It so, his whole
3: idea. Kind of that is very ironic, there, ironic that, that they did like- it. That- well, another yeah. thing about talking about Hornigold, you know, we also found out this uh, this episode that it was Hornigold who teamed up with Eleanor to get Blackbeard out. Right, that was great which, backstory. Which, yes,
2: and for so uh, back to Hornigold a little bit. I never really thought he was that impressive of a pirate. He's In kind of like a raccoon. Yeah. yeah, he's I just d-
1: there. Well, and no, so, he's
2: devious. Yeah, right. And so this, the, these first two episodes of season three, I feel like he's got more kind of bravado, or there's more of a reputation there than I ever thought mm-hmm. he carried with him. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I don't know if I just wasn't paying enough attention <laughs> or something, but I'm like, oh, I guess he's like tougher than I thought he was. Well, I agree with that. I think accomplished
1: this, more than I thought. Yeah, well, he's also a little bit older, too, so you're not right. seeing him out in the, Like in his prime. Yeah, in his prime, <laughs> fighting <laughs> with all his muscles. He's not vain, okay, well, and, guys? He's not vain. And, so. and this is the
3: other thing. As pirates gets old, get older, they have to find new tactics when they start losing their strength. Yeah, right. You know, and so he has to start using his mind and his knowledge of all of his years at sea and put stronger men, align either with stronger mm-hmm. men or put stronger men in front of them or get people who are stronger with them out. Because he doesn't have that physical strength anymore, he just
1: has a reputation. Right. He needs so to. So Rackham is all set then for another we'll sixty we'll years. See. Rackham Shit. has it all down. We'll see. I, I don't that. know. Get, I'm getting get nervous about Rackham, but. And, I,
2: And before we move on from Flint and his crew and Silver and stuff, I think just Luke Arnold's performance, obviously, in this episode was incredible. He
1: just... Insane.
2: Oh, it's just heartbreaking. It was so well done. And just everything, like the final look on his face, just looking so defeated that he couldn't save that, you know, his friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just you know did more in that than like him having a whole speech or monologue about
1: it oh of course and I just think too in that that whole scene that whole death scene there the fact that they prefaced it with Muldoon saying that We'll always have your back. Like we'll help you. We'll be here for you no matter what type deal. And then Silver just couldn't be there for him. Yeah. Couldn't help him. I think that's really gonna scar him more than anything. And that's mm-hmm. gonna be the type of baggage that's really gonna you know kill him and shape him. Yeah, you know, oh, so I know. I'm really no, so sorry. I'm so sorry.
3: You know, tough. I love Silver because I love his. He's fun. He's loving. Not you know. Anymore. I want to be not on his crew, any, but not, no, <laughs> not a Flint. Not a Flint is the one. Yeah. I don't know. Flint's getting but sketchy. I think,
1: but I think also, I think this his emotional hardening, like being more hard and not really having a soul anymore, and not being that fun guy, is what's going to make him go against Flint. Maybe. I don't think attention. him not.
3: I don't think he's going to lose his soul. I just
1: think that he, may have been the wrong. Because it, yeah, because this sweetness. is the thing about Silver.
3: Silver, he genuinely, I think, care. Like he a lot of times cares more about. His crew than mm-hmm. Flint does. Flint, course, I think, is always yeah. thinking about himself. Number one, and this is a huge change of what Silver used to be like, where Silver was all about him. He didn't care, you know, if the person next to him got mm-hmm. through. But you started to see this change in him when it came to Randall. Um, do you right, guys remember right. Randall? Mm-hmm. Uh, he and he started building that relationship with Randall, yeah. and that's when he started. You started seeing, oh wait, John Silver. You know, he's not just out for himself. Mm-hmm. He does kind of. He he's he's kind and he has empathy for people. And I don't think Flint has empathy for anybody. No
2: no I agree and some people in the chat so Mary and then um Allie saying that so Mary saying it's the beginning of Silver's darker side Mm -hmm. you know which I definitely agree we're seeing that transition and then Allie saying that this is what's going to start to turn Silver against Flint also yeah that's what I was
1: that's what I was trying to get out yeah it's going to give him that strength or that courage sort of to be able to go against him spark yeah that hardness sort of
2: Alright, let's talk about Eleanor and Woods Rogers. Uh-oh. That name is such a mouthful. Woods. All right, so I love that
1: name Woods.
2: Right? It's great. Woods. <laughs> it's very, very like <laughs> fancy. Yeah, right. Um so Eleanor, you know, it opens up with that scene with Eleanor and she's getting dressed and stuff. And um this scene kind of the initial conversation between Rogers and Eleanor. I felt like he was almost trying to impress her, like I've done all these things and I'm you know, you should you should be teaming up with me and helping me out because I, you know, I've accomplished all this all this stuff. Bow down to me,
1: not the pirates. Right, exactly.
2: And and it's very much, I think, throughout the whole episode, the two of them leveling each other up, you know, because they're not on each other's side because they want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the best option for Eleanor. Yeah. And he needs her. Needs her Mm -hmm. to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. So they're just like, all right, you're gonna and he even says this, you're gonna basically be around as long as you're helpful. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not
3: I'm sending you on that ship and peace out, yeah. chick. You know Well it's it's such a fun kind of power struggle between them and Woods Rogers, I mean if you look at him in history, he's he's a person who who accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. He also had a lot of um Hardships when it came to financial things, but I think this is pre all of his yeah. hardships. Okay. So he is kind of he was kind of a celebrity in England a little right. bit, and yeah, we so, see that
2: at the end. You know, his other I don't
3: I don't remember his name, but he was like, oh, I read your memoir, yeah, yeah. So he, he's, he's yeah. a celebrity, so he is not used to. Um, not only, like, anybody talking back to him, let alone a woman talking Mm -hmm. back to him. Asking a woman for help. Yeah, and he's, so he's asking her for help. Like, I feel like he's he's trying, he wants to impress her, and she, like, doesn't give a crap, because she obviously grew up with pirates. And then I think he's a little, like, impressed with her. Mm -hmm. I think initially, when she's, like, 17, and he's, like, going through, and he's like, Oh my, like, like you can see it on his face. And he's like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. And she kind of like, she, she kind of like says, N- you can't kill me, you can't send me back on that ship because you need me. Mm-hmm. You don't know this and you don't know that mm-hmm. and you don't know this and you don't know that. And I just told you all that, but you can't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. So you better not piss me off because I have, an, like, I have one up on you. Right, and I, I really, I know we said last week
2: how, I, well, I said that I really don't like Eleanor, um, but I really liked her in this episode and I hope that it's going to continue in a way that's not... Because the things I don't like about Eleanor or that, are that she is tends to be very impulsive and like... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Impulsive and just acts way too rashly, you know? And it doesn't always seem thought out. and And I feel like with this, she's being a little bit more calculating and I hope it continues in that vein and she is more thoughtful with her actions and what she's doing obviously she's got her back against the wall like this is you know she's doing this, this to survive completely yeah. but i think it's setting up for some really interesting kind of you know
1: strategic like power moves on eleanor's part Yeah, it makes me wonder though if she's doing it sort of is what the pirates are saying like let's take the pardons and then just forget about it later yeah or she or if gonna she's she saying right now yeah i'm gonna help you i'm gonna tell you all this stuff and then as soon as she gets there what is she going to do? But I think also she thinks the land is going to be different than when she's coming back to Nassau. It's changed since she's left as well. Blackbeard's there. I mean, there's a lot. Well, of she
3: doesn't know things. this yet. That's what and I'm saying. And she kicked him goes out. There, yeah.
1: She may so go I mean, in thinking that she can just very, take over again, sort of. And very interesting. Now, when she comes when back, yeah.
2: I loved learning about that backstory. You know, oh, yeah. we're seeing more about Vane's situation and mm-hmm. how that all happened <laughs> and that relationship between Vane and Blackbeard and that Eleanor was responsible for kicking blackbeard out, which, I again, respect her so yes, much that, more.
1: that, I was like, oh, Elena, oh. maybe
2: I underestimated you <laughs> after <laughs> all. Get it, oh, Because this whole
1: time, we thought she just basically, her father gave her this whole enterprise. That's what we've been led to believe, that yeah. she didn't really right. do much for it. And now we found out that, yeah, she sort of she made her own way up to there. I mean, she didn't do any fighting, but she was a little sneaky. Yeah. And made it all happen. So yeah. she's the, the She's love. a smart girl, and she's grown up in a
3: man's world. Exactly. And she's she's very good at navigating in a man's world, even mm-hmm. though... And, but it's when she, she fails is when she's a little too impulsive. And right. She, you know, she, but, again, she's, she learns from her mistakes, mm-hmm. which a lot of these men in the show don't learn from their mistakes. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be interested to see if they... Start, you know, because there's there's a, there's chemistry between these two, and it's it's kind of like this. We I think there's a little chemistry, yeah. and I think Woods Rogers is gonna try to start charming her so we can get more control because now he realized, oh, you use your sexuality yeah. well, he's to control flip it on men. Her. Flip it so on her maybe now. he's gonna try to flip it on her. Play her own I, It her. makes sense, and he seems like he's trying to, yeah. you know, I don't. He's not obviously being super nice to her, but he's, again, he's probably like, I can get this woman to sleep with me if she slept with a pirate type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I'm but also <laughs> wondering how he got the scar on his face. Yes. That kept, I yeah. How did he get the scar? Because
2: that's very interesting because I think in last last week's premiere episode, he looked so clean cut and like fancy pants, mister, you know. And, and seeing those scars throughout the episode this week was very interesting. You know, from a makeup standpoint, I think they did a really good job um, with all of that. But we know there's so much more story there. It's a history. Yeah. There's some there's history. There's a lot going on there. And even with um, the guy at the end who's talking to him and he's like, you know, the scars are left out of the story of his memoir and all the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the reputation that mm-hmm. Woods has. And so that will be very interesting to hear how he got those scars and if it was doing something heroic or
3: shady.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
3: what's really cool is that the whole kind of fight with Vane did actually happen in real life. Really? So if you are very curious or like want to maybe get some type of spoilers, look up uh, Woods Rogers' story. And uh, there's a lot of very stuff um, about his relationship and his kind of fight against Vane. I would love to see that. I I don't want to spoil anything, but I I just read it today, and it was just very interesting, and it also made me feel better about some things.
1: (laughs) Um, That could have been a spoiler in itself.
3: Hey, you don't (laughs) know.
2: (laughs) Were you guys surprised to find out about the Eleanor Blackbeard Situation and the
1: Blackbeard Vane protege that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely thought Blackbeard was coming on to possibly kill Vane. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of last episode, I didn't think he was coming there to be buddy buddy. To just, hug him. Know. I yeah. was like, oh, I thought wow. he was about Why? to stab him through. Well, I don't know, I was, we all thought that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Vane even I think wasn't sure what was going to happen. Grab that knife or that sword so fast, so
2: right.
3: quick. He, he did not know. I would like to thank the creators and writers of Black sails oh. for giving us a shirtless Vane this season, this episode. Oh, um, so we always I... appreciate a shirt shirtless so pirate in every Beautiful. episode um, especially a shirtless vein so mm-hmm. thank you She's yes, thank you this, is a pub, this has been a public service announcement from the uh, After Buzz TV host of Black Sales After Show Oh yeah. thank you
2: alright any more about Eleanor and Rogers and them I think I mean at the end well actually the end yeah let me answer my own question at the end there Hornigold and Dufresne come aboard and we find out that, oh, Woods Rogers was the one who orchestrated the whole pardon situation, which is what... Um, Silver and Billy Bones were talking about last week. Like mm-hmm. someone else, someone bigger is behind this. How would they? How would he have that pull? Yeah. And speaking of real 80. life history,
3: Hornigold was also involved in like that. That really, not exactly obviously as it happened on the show, but Hornigold, def, the real Hornigold, knew the real uh, Woods Rogers, That's and they crazy. did work together and against
1: each other. But so, I love this show yes. so much. It's because it is real, as much as it's fantasy. This stuff oh, happened. Real stuff. This it's stuff so happened. Great. Ugh. Great, but oh. Yeah, but and then at the end though with the the flag, then they, he says that Flint's yeah. dead. Flint
3: is dead. So right? that's
1: a that's a big thing to say though. That the, one of the scariest or the most scary uh, captains of Nassau is dead. Well, and so this is that, this and... is twice in one episode that somebody's been like, "No,
2: I assure you, they're dead." Yeah, Horning gold exactly. to. Um, to Woods Rogers about Flint, and then later we'll talk about it with Vane telling Blackbeard Eleanor. Oh no, she's dead. She's for sure dead. Yeah, sort exactly. of things. So. Well,
3: and what's going to be very interesting uh, is to see Eleanor's reaction to hearing that Flint is dead because yeah. we didn't see her reaction. And I'm yeah. sure she's going to s- she, find she out cares on the about ship. Him. Yeah, I, yeah. She's he's somebody who, you know, they they've they've done each other wrong, but they've always gotten through it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but they've they reasoned worked, with yeah each they have yeah. worked
1: well together and she she knows that he's somebody she can have on her side mm-hmm. um, for the most part yeah uh, well that's good what's going to make it interesting is whether or not now she, she knows that Flint's dead, whether or not she's going to have to actually stick with Woods or not you know because this now is her a good point. Like, now her ally that her one big ally in Nassau he's he's dead so I, what is she supposed to do now
3: I do know? wonder if Eleanor is playing some type of chess game she and is. like is playing you know like playing Woods Rogers until she gets to Nassau and then it's going to kind of rally her pirate troops yeah. uh to beat him and like figure out as much about him cuz like what I want her to do I want her to figure out a ton about him figure out what his weaknesses are and so like if she does go to rally the pirate troops she can use all of that information um against him right. even though she's sharing information with him
2: and i hope she does have some intricate schemy plan going on because for my own sake, it'll make me like her character a lot more. <laughs> I hope so. But I love But it
3: just adds so much good drama mm-hmm. to it, I think, too. Well, and I think, you know, in the end, I think it might lead to her death. I think, you know, she's going to side with the pirates, <laughs> yeah, and, like, I think it's going to... She, she's going to side with the pirates. It's going to well, end up killing her in the end, but I think I think she might die in Bane's arms. Not, not I get, don't know. I'm just throwing
2: it out there. <laughs> not to
3: get into predictions, but yeah. that would be a very good parallel
2: to having already seen her getting you know, potentially gonna be executed and everyone being very excited about it and then having a parallel later where she's actually going to die and everyone's really upset about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that'd
3: be very good. I think this would be good. Writers uh, right if there. you ever yes. want us to come into the writing writers room with you, here. we are Story here for by you. you. Story by everyone
2: um. <laughs> um Okay, should we talk about Max, Anne, and Jack? I that think little so.
1: Crew. We should. Okay, so that love triangle, <sighs> oh, that love goodness. triangle, and
2: that poor business management—I uh, don't know. Very
1: so, poor business. So,
2: Mister Featherstrom is about to give more money to this pirate who lost five hundred. Yeah,
3: five hundred. Whole sack. 500 yeah, 500 pieces. we just lost
2: it. And and Jack is pretty much so dumbfounded by this, he can't even can't even believe it. And then he ends up giving the guy more money, which Jack finds out later from Adele, mm-hmm. I believe that's her name, from Adele who's like, oh yeah, your boy just paid with this from his new sack of money. Mm-hmm. And and so Jack has no control over what's happening right now, which is So
1: clear. Yeah, and I think they're also paying them and not really giving up a fight because they want them on their side. If anything happens, they want these guys on their side, and so they're like, "Okay, we'll give you. We have so much money. Nothing. We have so much money because there's. I think they're all just so scared that something is going to happen. You know. Mm -hmm. So and and Max has a pretty good idea that later Rackham kind of
2: goes along with about trading the money, you know, getting the money out of the fort. Because right now with it in there, they, you know, it's they're screwed protected. if someone goes there. Yeah. Exactly. And so either parsing it up and trading it for some sort of commodities that they can trade easily and carry with them easily. So they're not like lugging, lugging around all, all these sacks of gold. Yeah. Um, and so at the end I think, you know, Jack is in a in a spot where he's like, okay, I am I am in a weak position here. I see it. Yeah, you guys don't need to point it out to me anymore. Okay, we'll we'll do this. Let's hide the gold. Yeah.
3: Well, the the main reason Max does get him in the end and get him to realize is like, dude, forget about your future and forget about my future. I'm not trying to to take away your future. My, my concern, and the only thing me and you have in common, is that mm-hmm. we both love Anne. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody's future you should be concerned with and want to protect, it would be Anne's future. Right. So, and this is why I think Anne's going to die at the end of this season. I oh
1: wow! She. That I, I could Look possibly at all this. seeing that off all the ladies. See, can, I mm-hmm. actually liked Max this episode. I know mean, I was very harsh on her in the past. Yeah, you were. Why would you hate Max? I, I still, I mean, I still love her, but I liked her more yeah. this episode. For, for some reason, I don't like when Max gets all emotional. See, I Anne love that for some reason. Maybe I know. I like
2: you why. know, this is why
3: I don't quite believe it. Yeah. I believe her that and be Eleanor's it. kind of love for each other, but I think it's a very different type of love. Um, I don't want to say sisterly because they've liked, they've done things, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's they—they they really, really care, like care, like friendship-wise, and they've hooked up a couple times. I don't know, but I feel like, well, and they're on similar levels. Yeah. I feel like with the power
2: stuff, and not that Anne isn't a like awesome because she is like you know, when she needs
1: to fight, she's going to kill mm-hmm. some pirates. I
3: hope we get a good I, scene of Ann Bonnie kicking some butt yeah. this season. I think
1: that if but, it was fake, that Max would have already ended it by now.
3: No, no, I don't, I'm like, not saying it's fake. What I'm saying is it's a completely, de- it's not the type of love that, like, Rackham, like, it, it's it, no, it's actually, the, it's, it's the same it's, type of love Rackham. Like, Rackham loves like, Ann. it's like a friendship, like a, right. like, they yes, they've hooked up, but they are just, they care about each other as friends so much, and, and like, that's what keeps them and connected. And also that
2: Ann's like, this little, like, broken thing that they have to take care of Care of like a little toy. I don't no. oh, she's broken.
3: No, she's no but little. that's like
2: almost how they view it. Like she's she, need, she but I needs. She's to little, look after her. I think she's a little. After her, she's a little. Like even with well. even with Max saying, "Oh, well, this is about Anne's future." You yeah. Know? yeah.
3: Well, I I think Max's relationship was with Eleanor was more of a romantic relationship versus like this just like tight tight
1: friendship that right. just like. Well, I think because this, I don't think that it started off as genuine. On Max's end, uh, I think Anne was just confused, but Mm -hmm. I think now it's become more genuine. In my opinion, I think it's started to grow more. But also, Eleanor and Max had a long time together. There was a long hit. Like who knows how long they were actually seeing each other for, you know? So that love
3: Uh was deeper. That love, that That love was
1: deeper. But now it seems like they're putting plans in motion
3: to actually start doing what's right with this gold, so that they can protect NASA and protect it. Yeah, put a few in your pocket. Remember. All
2: the little nooks and crannies that you're hiding that gold in, pretty Seriously, much. Well, because this, that's, that's gonna be messy. The sword. British are literally
3: coming, so we yeah. need to oh, figure yeah, this <laughs> out.
2: Oh man. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk about Blackbeard and Vane because yeah. they are that. This dynamic is like one of my favorite, or just the Blackbeard situation. I think Blackbeard is my new favorite, or just shirtless Vane is also and a career thing. Vane yeah, was a highlight for <laughs> for us this week. Um, so we kind of open on Vane chopping rocks, like, you know, breaking up stones and stuff with all the slaves, which yeah. is a powerful image because yeah. we already knew he was against the whole slave acquisition situation and because he, he was sweaty and shirtless. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Distracting. Yes, he's the <laughs> shirtless, everyone. shirtless. <laughs> um, So it just puts it right back there that he's like, this is wrong t- for us to yeah. have slaves. Like, I need to, a- I should be helping out. But then it's also a very interesting parallel that... Mr. Scott comes in to the situation. He's like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be doing this because mm-hmm. I think it's a little confusing to the slaves, yeah. you know?
1: That was a powerful moment right yeah. there, the fact that one of, or a slave technically, I mean, he's yeah, not really formerly, he's yeah, a, he's right? telling him what to do, right. you know?
3: Well, so. and it's it's also an interesting, because, you know, he was a former slave. Yeah. They're both former slaves. Right. But it's like one is in a much higher position of power, and he, and again, it's like... I think, um, oh my, Mr. Scott understands the mentality of the of the slaves that they have there so much more more than Vane does. So even though they've both been slaves, I think that was a very cool like interaction. Mm -hmm. I think, and it also like kind of a new way also to look at kind of slavery too of. Hey, like this is this can get confusing. Like if this is what you're you're, you're trying to put out there and trying to have these men work yeah. and we need clear roles. We're supposed roles. to be yeah. afraid
1: of you and do your work. You can't help or us e- with or the even work, not afraid, not but afraid. like respect.
2: You know, being like a respected leader that they want to follow, and then now they're like, okay, what's this? But like I, yeah, yeah I think yeah. they
3: can, he can still be a respected leader that they want to follow. I just think it's like. I don't know. I think if if they see Vane working, why aren't the other guys working? That's what I think is the confusing part. Yeah. Well, and with with that causing confusion, then the other guys aren't, the slaves
2: aren't actually working because they're like, what's happening right now? And so, like Mr. Scott says, it. Creates unnecessary confusion and you know delays and things. It's just Mm -hmm. like let's we can do this another way. I get I see where your heart is, man, but let's let's divert that energy
1: somewhere
3: else.
2: Go
1: break a mirror because you're upset now, and that's what he does.
3: (laughs) I (laughs) hope though that like when you know who knows when all this is ever gonna all be said and done, but it'd be nice if. At the end of all this, Vane is able to set them all free, mm-hmm. give them all the money mm-hmm. that they are due for building this fort, and take it away from the stupid pirates that are too lazy to freaking work yeah. because they just get caught up in Getting the fact that they all man. money have money and stuff. Like a, stuff. a yeah. Khaleesi type of leadership. Logan I do want Game a Khaleesi. Yeah. I like, love you, some know, they, Khaleesi. They, they love him, so
2: they follow him and listen to him, sort of. Khaleesi thing. Khaleesi and Vane should
3: get together. Oh my that God, would be power a- couple.
2: That would be super Holy hot. crap, I, I know. like, I can't mine even, Mind is, is blown yeah, right just, now. Yeah. That That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, so we learned through Eleanor and Rogers that Blackbeard was Vane's mentor, and he is just so incredibly commanding in mm-hmm. every scene walking around
3: and oh it just he's a bam yeah, he's so cool he's yeah and he's like really he's cool. like you know i'm not into like older men with like creepy beards and sweaty faces no, you're and not stuff normally like into that. not normally into <laughs> that <laughs> but like there is something about blackbeard there is something i'm like no wonder you had nine wives buddy
1: oh yeah,
2: oh, <laughs> yeah <all laughs> i'm like all about blackbeard i i can tell i have a big fat crush on him
1: blackbeard hey, or Vane, mm. if you had to choose oh Vane. oh oh you can I, have I, I'm the way You were describing his beard I, 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 I might just be into Blackbeard well, a little more.
2: I don't know. Well get
1: to see him shirtless too.
2: <laughs> now <laughs> yeah, we know where Vane we'll got see. it
3: from. He <laughs> right? got it from his protege. Daddy. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not protege, mentor. mentor. He got mentor. it from his mentor. Yeah. And so what? so that scene with um, Blackbeard, you know, stabbing the knife th- the sword through oh, yeah. the curtain and stuff, we weren't nobody was really sure mm. how that was gonna go. He's like, you know, when I bury something or when something's buried, you expect it to stay there. And then they have a little face off for a while. There's some clear tension. Vane's got his sword oh, in geez. his hand, like clenching. it. yeah, eye to eye. Like, how is this gonna go, bro? Like, yeah. what's about to happen? And then
3: Blackbird comes Raiden in, comes in for
2: the big bear
1: hug. Just comes in. For, I thought when he was going in at first, he was gonna <laughs> stab him. <and> then <laughs> a big hug. I, if I was Vane, my heart would have been racing. Everywhere. But I loved it. I mean, again, going back to how he mm-hmm.
2: can command. And any scene he's in, he commands the space. And that, I think, is not only Ray Stevenson as an actor, but Blackbeard as that character. character. That's what he's supposed to, you know, Mm -hmm. be like. And and I think he's just so good as that mentor kind of uh, fatherly figure almost. But at the same time, you know that at any given second, he could turn around and, like,
3: just like annihilate everyone. Yeah. Well, I, you know, d- the other cool thing about Blackbeard Beard that we really saw about his character this episode is that Blackbeard is a pirate through and through. Mm-hmm. He is not about oh trying to, c- like, civilize piracy, no. civilize Nassau. He thinks that is a huge mistake. He thinks the reason Nassau is in ruin right now is because the men got comfortable. They got yes. rich, soft. and they got comfortable, they got Kansies. soft, and he had this whole awesome speech about strife and how strife is what drives a man to do the things necessary. like right. you're a pirate yes. when your back's against the wall
1: mm-hmm. and you have nothing to lose, and then you fight like a madman. Yeah. I loved his speech and stuff, but he just reminded me this entire episode of like a dad that's just always reminiscing on the past. Well, like, well back in my day, this is what we <laughs> yeah. used to do. I don't know what well, you guys just come up and ask if you can be a part of my team. Back when we were here, we had to yeah. fight for it. It was just a little. But, I don't know. Now not in a good spot. He is. Yeah, no, I know. I it annoyed me. I don't know. He annoyed me with Cause that. Because he was, because back in the day, he yeah, was, was just, that like, he was the top king of the island. He was. That everyone listened to. I'm and of like,
2: like, He's not really anymore. What have you that's little shits done with? with my absence. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You've I leave for all to a crap. few
3: years and you guys get You made a hunk of gold, you have married eight
2: more times and you F it up. turn what it to crap. crap. <laughs> <Hell>. <laughs> uh, but you see in the just in those two guys yeah. when he's like, oh you guys normally you would fight to the death, you know, one of you would they be left it. standing and that guy comes back. Well no I think but it he it also
1: looks, it. looks and laughs at him sort of I'm just like Pat's him like, okay bud. You didn't really need to do that. Like No, I think I think he did. I think he wanted to
3: see that. And I also think Vane This being his mentor, basically telling him, like, Yep. I'm not impressed with this right now Bane's like thinking look what I have look what we've done like okay cool we're going to be buddies look this is right you know all yeah. this stuff and Blackbeard we're building things Blackbeard makes fun of every single thing uh-huh. Bane thinks that he has been like has succeeded at mm-hmm. and I think that's really going to get to Bane yeah oh, he's trying to
2: have to impress this is, him he's going to have major said, daddy issues now yeah. it was hopeless <laughs> he's and then he meets father. Rackham and he's like oh god <laughs> <is> this man <laughs> with the tiny silly glasses you <laughs> this know? is who you bring and this is your partner <laughs> exactly exactly so. Uh, I just I think we're gonna see some really cool stuff. With and Blackbeard. I think this is gonna
3: start making Vane maybe not want to be a part of this big like team. Mm-hmm. Vane oh. is gonna want to go a little rogue, okay, go a little maybe. Blackbeard, because Blackbeard's looking that. for the toughest guy to be his partner in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So who is Vane gonna go with? Is he gonna stick with his ally Rackham with all the gold, or is he just gonna say f it and partner <laughs> with Blackbeard and take yeah. the gold because Vane is stronger than Rackham? Yeah. But Rackham and him have always been loyal to each other. Right. What's gonna happen? Exactly. Sharks come in next week. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, like they do. Allie,
2: Allie, in the chat's like, "What I don't understand about the people of Nassau is that they all know the English and Spanish are coming, so shouldn't they be partying less and worrying more?" Yes, yeah. Allie. Exactly.
1: Right. That's the yeah. issue. That's why they're moving the <laughs> oh Or whatever. Yeah. Dumb people. Just I hate stupid people, the, people the, drinking the rum. And, the and rum, and rum going and... into the brothel. <laughs>
3: yeah. Brandon says, "Where is Captain Hook?" Captain Hook is from the. Uh, it's it's from Peter Pan. Uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, Disney. Is. That the would right would be to fun if we hook. got
2: some sort of Hook character, though. Like, not like like Hook, but just a guy with a, a guy, a guy hook with a hook kind of and a
3: awesome. peg leg. A little, Maybe little joke. Maybe I don't Silver. think, no, Captain Hook didn't have a peg leg. Oh, no, he didn't. That's John
1: Silver. Yes, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright. All right. So no, so no, you're and pirates. Hook and a peg leg. A guy with a hook and a guy with a peg leg.
3: <laughs> I want Captain Jack Sparrow. Where's Johnny Depp? No.
2: Throw them all in. Just Johnny Depp come in. Alright, do we have anything else to talk about before we move into predictions? I think we're good.
1: All right, let's yeah. do some
2: predictions. Do we have some predictions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've already that. said mine, but I'll reiterate them really. Yeah, I know we already we, we went in it's a bit. Okay, a okay. so obviously invasion's coming. They all have to band together, but under who? That in our teaser mm-hmm. that we saw, <laughs> I think for sure Blackbeard is gonna step up and be the big leader next week, and that tons of people are gonna run inside with him. Yeah. I mean, that's like a clear clear. Because well, Flint's so it's not, that not there to grab to keep that's, his. Uh, yeah. His throne, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think we're going to, Eleanor's presence is going to be known.
1: Yeah. But I think that Eleanor is going to come back and Blackbeard is going to be there. And I think her original plan is to sort of go back and take over Nassau. And I think now she may be a little too scared to do that. She's not sure what's going to come. And she may stick with the well, British a little bit more. No, this is what I
3: think. I think that,
1: this, no, that's not no, going to happen. No, no, this is, no, gonna this is what's <laughs> going to happen.
3: This is what's going to happen is as soon as she sees Blackbeard, she's going to be like, oh, crap. Uh, Yeah, we can't. She knows she can't beat him, and she also knows that uh, to for him not to kill her, she's gonna use her knowledge of the British to side with him. So then she, so he doesn't kill her. And I think that's what's gonna get her to kind of come Mm -hmm. back into the Blackbeard's gonna let her because Vane's gonna be pissed about it, Mm and she's gonna be pissed about having to work with Vane. But because Vane's already working with Blackbeard, and Blackbeard's gonna want to bring Eleanor in just for um, like knowledge about Wood Rogers. Duh, duh, duh. Wow that's entirely
1: thorough
3: <laughs> Right
2: on cue <laughs> All so intense, and I mean, I mean, we're only in episode two, so like we've ha- seen a lot of great stuff so far, but I think it's just building up to be better and better. Yeah. This season, oh, it's, I, it's so good. It's my favorite Dang. season so
3: far.
1: Most intense, so good. by far. So I'm so excited, because
3: nice. next week, it's like going to be the first episode I'm that I haven't, like, seen, they haven't right? seen yet. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so.
2: sure.
1: On the know. same level as yes. us. I know, exactly.
2: All righty, folks, <laughs> that just about does it. We are out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Black Sales After Show. Be sure to tune in. In every week, where we will discuss everything that happened in each weekly episode. I am Lauren Salon, and you can find me everywhere online at Lauren Salon. That's spelled S A L A
1: U N. And go, ladies. And hello, that was a lot of fun. I had a blast here today. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want it to end yet. I know, but I know. Uh, Nadine Dallapella, and you can find me all over social media at Nadine DP and the number three. Uh, you guys can
3: find me all over uh, the interwebs at Keaton Markey. Thank you so much for watching and uh, tuning in in the chat. And keep the conversation going throughout the rest of the week. Yep. Make sure to like us on iTunes. Five yeah. stars. Subscribe, and, yeah, on subscribe. YouTube, All, all that. that fun stuff. Keeps Tweet us, to us. Keeps our lights on, so we really appreciate it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, until next time. Cool. Right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.